Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Donneron Monologue podcast. I'm your host, Bo. And before I get into anything else, I do want to, again, thank our sponsor, longtime supporter of the show, Ashley Luann K. She could be found at the Minnesota Nurse on Instagram. That's all one word, all lowercase. Uh, check her feed out for a lot of really cool nursing-related posts. Guys, so uh, every single game we talked about was from the 1990s, except for the original Dragon Quest, which was in the 80s. And today... I want to talk about the most recent JRPG that I think is having that is going to enjoy as much influence as these past games. It's only two years old, so we can't really see what its direct influence will be yet. But uh, I, I fully believe it will be, and that is Dragon Quest XI. I don't feel bad talking about two Dragon Quest games because I, it is indisputably my favorite JRPG series of all time. Probably, I would probably say my second favorite video game series of all time, period. Dragon Quest XI came out two years ago, and uh, people were worried about what... We hadn't had a Dragon Quest since uh, Mainline, uh, since Dragon Quest uh, X, the JRPG. But each Dragon Quest game, while it has variances, still sticks to a very traditionalized plan, so we were worried what a what Eleven would look like. Yuji Horii did not disappoint. This game is pure Dragon Quest, and that's why I think it's so important, is because it came out in a time when the traditional JRPG... Uh, the traditional JRPG formula is not cool. It is not popular. If for whatever reason, they just want to they they want to reinvent the wheel every time they release a JRPG, which used to be cool, but now it's getting old. And I think we all I think Dragon Quest Eleven. I don't think it's that Yuji Horii predicted that we wanted this return to things. I think it's just because that's his style and he released it. But because of that. We have a lot of people igniting a lot of old... because Because Dragon Quest XI feels so much like an old JRPG, despite modern graphics, despite voice acting, despite all that, it, it, gives, it makes people long for a time in the past. Um, uh, Trials of Mana, which is still an action RPG, but it's still a great example. All these are getting re-releases and stuff like that, and I really feel like that's because of the astounding success that Dragon Quest XI had in the West. Now, why was Dragon Quest XI so successful in the West? I honestly think it's because it was released natively on release date on Steam. I really think Steam helped that out a lot. Uh, Steam helps popularize games a lot. Uh, I really do, because Steam's so accessible. It's so ubiquitous. Um... I, I think that's why. But anyway, so Dragon Quest XI has a very JRPG storyline. I think it's a very cool storyline, so please experience that for yourself. But um, it, it is absolutely using the Chosen One narrative, and it does it very, very well. It has amazing characters. Actually, one of my favorite casts in Dragon Quest. I'm, I'm not even hesitant to say that. It was before I even beat the game. Uh, it has... The awesome character designs of Akira Toriyama, absolutely, uh, absolutely cool characters. These are some of the coolest characters. In fact, the Luminary is my second favorite Dragon Quest protagonist of all time. Uh, my first one being the one from Eight. So, then we have we have a an awesome world, a very well built world, especially for a Dragon Quest game. And all these elements just sort of combine. Now, the game actually had a definitive edition release for Switch. Uh, Dragon Quest XI S Definitive Edition. I really like that this happened because not only can you play in 16-bit mode for those of us that just really, really wanted to dig into a uh, classic Dragon Quest adventure, but it also, the fact that the Definitive Edition is released exclusively for the Switch, I like because it sort of takes a nod back to the Famicom roots of Dragon Quest. 
and I can't help but think that Enix and Yuji Horii did that on purpose. But Dragon Quest XI is so obscenely traditional that the gameplay actually doesn't change that much when you switch to a uh, when you switch to the 16-bit mode to the 2D mode. But uh, you still have to save in churches. You still have to resurrect your uh, party members in churches. There are items to do that, though. The spells still happen the same. There is a skill tree system for your characters, but it still feels like something that could have been present in a Super Nintendo-era RPG. It's just... It, it, it's it's crazy. And I, like I said, I'm already seeing the influence in the sense that we're getting a lot of these old JRPGs remastered and released. And I really think when we start making new JRPGs, we're going to see them really going back to basics, really going back to fundamentals, like Dragon Quest XI did. But you can't really say that Dragon Quest XI went back to fundamentals because, again, the fundamentals, the tradition, is the the name of the game there in Dragon Quest. So, and and a, Dragon, a new Dragon Quest game just excites me because you know it, they're excited about it in Japan, and it's something we could sort the whole world could be excited about together. Uh, in fact, um, I mean... Akira Toriyama, his wife has a rule that he's only... Well, he he asked his wife to make a rule to where he's only allowed to spend so much time on the new Dragon Quest game every day because he won't get anything done. Otherwise, he'll just play Dragon Quest, which <laughs> I think is really funny. Um, and the game has enjoyed tons of success here in the West. Uh, it got Hero into Super Smash Brothers, who is my favorite character to play, and you can actually play as uh, the protagonist from 3, 4 eight or nine, which is really cool. Um, and each one has two different color variants, making the whole eight skins that each Smash Brothers character gets. Uh, it, it, it's, it's revived an interest in older Dragon Quest games. Uh, the sales on the iOS store, I understand, are very good, as well as on the uh, Google Play Store. It's just got a lot of... Uh, it, it's got a lot of elements to it that is really making this sort of second wave of uh, JRPG madness. And uh, the fact that the sales did so well, I really hope that we get a Western release of Dragon Quest X, the uh, the uh, MMORPG for the Switch. I would really, really like to play Dragon Quest X. Uh, you can play it on PC. It is playable on a, an American PC. However, uh, it is still not translated to English at all. So that's a little disappointing. But Dragon Quest, but what's important is Dragon Quest XI is. You can play Dragon Quest XI all day, and it is so much fun. It is super... It, it, it's hard to explain, because even if you're not playing in 2D mode, even if you're playing in 3D mode, it still feels like you're playing an old Dragon Quest game. The execution was just masterful. Uh, the characters are the way you're introduced. Every, every introduction's amazing. Every introduction makes you immediately fall in love with the character. And the more you learn about each character, the cooler they become. In fact, the more I think about it, it might be my favorite Dragon Quest uh, cast ever. And a lot of people are saying it's already the best Dragon Quest game. And it, because we've already established it's so much like the old ones, it's not because it's done anything new that people like better, but because it did what it used to do so well. I truly believe that. Um... And the sales, I, the sales figures are just really edifying for me because I don't think Dragon Quest Nine did that great. Uh, it was a uh, DS exclusive, but I don't think it did fantastically well. Uh, I think the remakes of Seven and Eight for the 3DS did well, um, but of course Dragon Quest Eleven didn't. It had a 3DS version in Japan, but that was not released here in America. Um, but it, I, I, I want the sales to continue to climb because that only means more Dragon Quest for the West. Uh, there's just in the humor in the game 
is absolutely way better even than the humor in the past Dragon Quest games because it's more prominent but yet more subdued. It's the you know we've talked about it before how the Japanese are perfectly comfortable putting in the most ridiculous humor and the most serious revelation all in one scene, uh, and I, I think that's. Uh, super cool because we're not really able to do that. Uh, I, I guarantee you, you're not going to find as much genuinely funny humor in The Last of Us Part Two as you are in Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, but there's just and the, the the way the quest work in Dragon Quest Eleven and the Draconian quest, which is a harder ver- you could you could tweak the game to be harder than the vanilla version, and this is just something you do just by picking options when you uh, name your character. Uh, there are several cool elements you could put in. And one is that you can make it to where NPCs often lie to you and give you false information. Just stuff like that just makes that game so cool. It was um, far and away my game of the year for 2018. And and the, the definitive version was most likely my game of the year for 2019. It's one of my favorite games released in the past decade. Uh, and it is available for the Switch in its definitive version, which is the one I strongly suggest you get. It was available for the PS4, and it was available uh, on its normal version. It was available on Steam on its normal version. Um, I just... I And the, the definitive version also adds more side quests, more elements, more more game. It's just more game. It's not just the 2D mode. And I think there's more options even in the Draconian quest. But uh, there's just... Dragon Quest Eleven. And I know I say this with all these games, but it is just it is an experience. You have to get out and play it for yourself. I strongly suggest uh, that you tune in later because I'm definitely doing a Dragon Quest uh, series, and uh, one of the whole weeks might be Dragon Quest Eleven. We'll go over story, characters, things of that nature. But uh, I really think this game is going to influence the way JRPGs are made in the future because of its success, because people are saying, like, wait a minute, maybe these new things we were trying, they were good for their time, but they weren't timeless. And Dragon Quest XI is reminding us of what in a JRPG is timeless. And I think that's uh, the most important contribution any video game can make. So guys, uh, if you like this, please like, please share and subscribe. I know you have friends that are going to like uh, hearing this because we hear that all the time. Uh, Patreon and the merch is still up. Go get you some. The book's still out. Uh, And the Discord, though. Please join the Discord. We're having a blast there. And I'm not just saying that just to get more people to join the Discord. It's just, honestly, it can only get more fun with more people, right? Um, So, guys, all those links are provided. uh, And I I look forward to getting to know you guys better in the Discord. And please have a good week until we see you again. Thank you.